Welcome to the Design Exchange Podcast, hosted by Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Listen in to get tips from the top. With over 40 years of design experience between these two, you will gain valuable information for your interior design business or in hiring a designer for your own home. Danny and Melinda's design aesthetic may be very different, but they both offer a unique view on how to approach a project and are extremely entertaining to listen to. So grab your favorite beverage and prepare to learn and laugh a little too. Without further ado, here are Danny and Melinda. Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Hey everybody. I'm obviously Danny Russo mm-hmm. and she's obviously Melinda Peters Elliott. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll switch up roles. <laughs> For Halloween, you can be me and I can be you. <laughs> um, I have an SUV to match yours. I can just drive around and run into people. <laughs> So today's episode, I think we're going to talk about products. Yes. And we're going to talk about products that we have made ourselves. So I just got the first prototypes for my bedding line. And I have been trying to launch my own bedding line. And I've been talking about it for the last eight years. And I feel like I've been getting nowhere with it. So mm-hmm. when I went to High Point last, I was like, I'm just going to design this bedding line. I drew it out on a piece of paper. I knew exactly what I wanted. And I just got the samples in. Good. So it's going to be available on my website. And it's private labeled. Nice. And they're um, really sustainable materials. Great. I had to apply for a RN number. Or What's an, that? It's a RN or RL number, but it's a registered product. You have to have any product. Did you sell fabric rice? Mm-hmm. has to have this number. Mm-hmm. And my bedding line is made from the highest end. Uh, cotton it's washable and it almost feels like silk I've been testing it out for the last five years nice and I designed my bedding because Mm. I got so sick I was actually really bad at bedding it was one of my weak points (laughs) now I'm like a bedding expert but my bedding comes in a three-piece set it's gonna have a comforter actually that can be used as a coverlet or a comforter Uh and it's going to have two shams so what i did was i actually designed it to be six inches longer on each side and about four to six inches longer on the end okay because i got sick of buying bedding and it would never tuck under the bed and it would always look kind of sloppy yes so with the new bedding um that i'm launching it's coming out and i think uh five colors two sizes Nice. And we're testing out the prototypes now. Good. So that's what I've been working on. And it has been a process. Like I said, I've been working on it. It's been in my mind for years. I ordered it. Were you at market with me at yeah, High Point? Yeah, I was. When I we remember, drove to High Point? Yep. I, I remember going place down that, that order. Little and it, yeah. And it was so funny. The um, vendor that I've been working with for years, he goes, he's Indian and all the bedding is made from it's made in india mm-hmm. and they actually have the best fabrics oh, and yeah. the best quality of mm-hmm. construction so it's actually a washable almost silk product that's great but it's made mm-hmm. out of cotton it has a nice sheen to it and it's textured um but i had to go through all these hoops to get it registered yada 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 now i'm testing out the prototypes and we're doing the different colors so i'm really excited about that the guy he goes I go, just call me and we'll get the order going. And he goes, Danny, you are very hard to get a hold of. I can barely get a hold of you. 
And I go, I'm sorry, that'll change. Good old Adrian, blah, blah, blah. So we got it going, and my samples actually came in this week. So Good. I'm excited to get going on that. Now, you have a product to talk yes. about. So anyway, my bedding will be available hopefully in late fall. We never know with COVID going on. It might be winter, might be spring, but it'll be available at uh, danielhome.com. So you'll be able to check that out. Now, Melinda has this amazing tool that we've talked about on the podcast multiple times. And I'm going to let her take over and talk about what the hell did you get on this? She ordered pizza with like 6,000 onions. That's how they make it. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. So, so good. Melinda's going to tell you about her product that she launched. And I'm very proud of her for doing this because she spent probably at least 10 to 15 years on this. And 10. she went through about four different prototypes. Ooh. And we had some bad experiences along the way. <laughs> Very so bad. it's not easy to bring a product to market. No, so not at all. So I'm going to let Melinda take it from here and tell you all about the me bag. <laughs> the me, she's so narcissistic that she named it the me bag. <laughs> but it actually stands for Melinda Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> So. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it was it was a long process. Um I got this idea running down the road one day. We uh, in our last podcast we talked about designers that were OCD and they've been in business for 30 years. That would be me. Because I'm always trying to figure out how to organize a certain area or a certain thing better. Um and it's it's my, oh, it's so frustrating to me sometimes that um, things just are thrown in a bag. And I would get to appointments. I would go to appointments. I would get there and I'd say, oh, let's measure that out for this piece of furniture. And then I wouldn't have my freaking measuring tape. And then I would be, they would be like, do you have that paint color? You said you'd bring a paint color. I'm like, eh, we don't have a paint deck. You know, every, and as a consumer, I would think every designer would probably have a paint deck and they would probably have um, measuring tapes and they would probably have like pens and pencils and business cards and who do you free, refer to and if you're going to measure a bay window, what's the angle of the bay? They didn't have your Thousand Island. You want Italian? Yeah, we're having lunch right now. <laughs> so we barely get together and we're broadcasting live from the sample room in London. <laughs> we're all the way in London. London. Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Just down the street from the penitentiary. <laughs> The and courthouse. Right across the street from the courthouse. And, and uh, a block away from the Ohio State Patrol yes, training headquarters. That's right. Exactly. I was going to say, you don't mess with anybody. And the BCI is in London, by the way. What's BCI? Bureau of Criminal Investigation. Yeah. yeah next to the penitentiary. That's right. So, anyway. Is there a but, men's and women's prison there? I feel like there's two prisons. One's across the street. There's, there's Maysai and Loci. And Maysai is the, what is it? Loci is the, the really bad people. Yeah. Bad people. And Maysai is not the. As, no females. Yeah, no females. They're all men. They're all, yep. So anyway, so yeah. So the process of figuring out my me bag has Start been. From the beginning. When you started from the beginning. The out, oh, way God. Way back when. 
came up with the idea. I sewed it myself. We sewed it in the workroom. Because <laughs> I was like, I need a bag. I need to put all my stuff in it. And so I don't forget anything. Because I was just at the end of my rope embarrassed. Um, so I'm running down the road one day. And my dad had a photography bag. And he had lenses in it. And he was all organized. And I thought to myself, oh, that's what I need. And my dad's bags had like the foam cut out for the lenses. And they had the foam area for the camera. You guys know what I'm talking about. So, and maybe you don't, but um, photographers have, like, their their equipment has to be protected. So, they, they have, like, foam, be really thick foam that they stick everything down in, inside their bags. So, I was doing that, and I thought, oh, I'll just do measuring tapes. Well, that was kind of a waste of a lot of space, because the space for foam and measuring tapes and all of that were it was just too much. So I decided that maybe it needed to be a bag and it needed to have pockets for everything. So as I was putting together the pockets, I would like come up with a pocket for each thing that I needed it to be in my bag. And that kind of grew into the bag having pages with pockets in it. So I ended up finding a vendor to make it for me, but it was too expensive at the time to fabricate and do, so I kind of dropped it. But this thing just kept, I don't know, it just kept at me to do it because it was one of those things that was like, I need this bag. And I'm sure if I do, there's probably a whole ton of more people out there who need it as well. So I found another vendor and then we had a really big falling out over that. And it was, it's just one of those things that people have their own ideas about how they, how this should be or it's too expensive. So I dropped it again. So one day I was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to make this happen. It was in the middle of COVID last year. And I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen one way or the other. I just have this nudging feeling that just would not go away. So I found another vendor on my own. They were actually the fabricator. I had the bag fabricated. I had a sample sent to me. It was um, very close, but needed a few more tweaks. And so I finally ordered 100 bags, made my first order. Um, they came in and I was thrilled. The only thing that needed a little tweaking was I put the strap on and the strap would fall off the bag. So we had to order more straps. It's always something that you don't expect. And um, I, you know, it's one of those things that um, I am ready to launch this, but we're still dealing with all the COVID issues and people not having meetings in person or they're not having trade shows. And I would get information about a trade show right now where I'm at is trying to find the right fit for what I need to do because I want to sell these bags on site, but also take orders. So to find a trade show that is convenient for me to get the bags in and out to, of the trade show, um, that's important to me. It's not going to cost me an arm and a leg because launching a product, oh my gosh, it's it's costs an arm and a leg. And I'm just not going to go into debt 
over this because I've been dealing with this for 10 years. So I'm just using my networks and Debbie Daly um, from Design Collective. She loves my bag and she has talked about it a couple times. And then some of the other people I've sent those to are really loving them. And I'm waiting on their, um, you know, them to send me the stuff in writing about how they like you know, testimonials and things like that. So anyway, so the birth of the me bag happened and now I'm actually working on some revisions and, and some additions and like version, like different types of versions of it. And, um, we got one of our samples in the other day and I need some tweaking on it. So Anyway, it's all, you know, something that is just ongoing and it's just part of, it's like having a child that you birth it and then you follow it along. So um, a lot of different industries can use my bag and that's what I could probably use your help for um, everybody on this podcast who's listening. Um, using it for design, interior designers, obviously furniture reps could use it, window treatment professionals, people that are architects, um, people who are engineers, people that have anything that you're going to take to a job site, um, that you have to have several things for. So I actually had a lady come up to me and she said, oh, that would be great. I am a social worker and I have... I need a bag that I can put a lot of little toys in. So when I go into the home and I'm dealing with the kids. I have something for them to, you know, keep them busy. Um, I mean, everybody has a bag for their specific industry, but to actually know that it's organized and if you don't have something in it, you know it so you can put it back. So I went to a job site the other day and I, I was like getting ready to go and I'm like, check and make sure that measuring tape is, you know, let's make sure it's in there. Of course, I had taken it out and it wasn't in there. So I'm like, okay, we got to reload the bag. Sometimes I actually leave things out of my bag at the client's house on purpose. So I have to think of, you know, but I know like the pocket's empty when I get back. So I know to fill it back up. So that's kind of a interesting way to think about it so anybody that would like a hairdresser um, there are long pockets there are straps there are um, small pockets there are um, you know just all different kinds of ways to house items any kind of size shape and that kind of thing so um, you know steps that I went through to really develop this product is um, I actually did a lot of uh, sketching um, making some prototypes on hand, um, doing things that are, you know, just trying to think through it. So I actually used my bag for several years, um, after the first one was made and just to see how I liked it, what I thought about the fabric. I mean, it's all, you know, test, testing it, test marketing it. Let's see how it feels. Does it weigh too much? Is it is it really sturdy? The one I had was really lightweight, but it wouldn't stand up. So, and I felt like that was really, really important that the bag could stand up by itself because I don't want a floppy bag. So I also didn't want wheels attached to it because 
I wanted to take that bag and put it on a customer's table. And if I had wheels on it, the dirty old wheels would be touching the ground and whatever it's rolling through. People don't want those dirty wheels on their tables. So, you know, that was one of my considerations that I did not want wheels on it because it needed to have you know, to be able to t be taken and placed on, you know, any, any kind of a surface that, you know, is kind of an area that could be, you know, people could eat at, a bar, whatever. So, because you really need to open it up like a book. So it opens up like a book. So you can see you have the pages and you can see everything that's on each page. You can see what you're missing. You can see, get to it very quickly. I have um, catalog um, holders and they have like all of my go-to resources for like tile, um, stone, um, I have drapery hardware, I have like a whole catalog about quartz or a couple catalogs about quartz. So I could actually a visual representation of that. So, and I know that we have iPads and things like that, but how many times do you go to someone's house and your iPad's dead? I mean, oh my gosh, I am just the world's worst at that. So, and then I cannot seem to get to anywhere fast enough on the iPad when I'm under pressure. So I'd rather like pull out a catalog and flip to it. <laughs> it's just kind of funny, huh? How your mind works sometimes. So anyway, but that's kind of, you know, the me bag and in a nutshell, I don't know if anybody has gone to the website, but it is um, www.mebagpro.com. And I would love for everybody to check out that. Um, you can make purchases right there online. Um, I will have a special code if you hear it from the podcast, but I have to figure out how to get that code logged in. So stay tuned on that. Um, listen to next podcast and we should be able to tell you that information then. And um, as far as just um, using the bag, I think that once you use this, you're going to see like, it's just amazing to have that peace of mind that you're like packed up at all times. So I actually have a couple different bags for a couple different things. I have one that's a design bag specifically. And then I also make custom window treatments. So I have my, my custom window treatment bag that's loaded with drapery hardware, lining samples, pictures of valances, pictures of draperies, um, different types of things that are on hand so when I walk in the door I look like I've got my act together and that is so important <laughs> so anyway um Abigail can you think of anything else I should talk about when it comes to the me bag you've seen me talk about this for so many years um it's black because <laughs> you know black you you can basically wash and launder um, black is the new black. Black is the new black. <laughs> what designer would not want a black bag? Right, if right. If you show up and you're, I mean, black is a standard for luggage, yes. number one. Yeah. Number two, who's going to want it to take you seriously if you walk in in a hot, with a hot pink um, <laughs> me bag? Right. <laughs> um, did you talk yeah. about the whole process that yeah. you had to go through? I did. And all your issues I during did. it? Yeah. Um, I think it's a really good resource I went to put my, I forgot to put mine in my car, but um, 
yeah, I keep everything in it. Yeah, I still decks. carry a bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> and my bag has bags. Right. <laughs> right. That's us too. <laughs> yeah, I have a tote bag. I taught, you know, I take back and forth to my house. It has client files and stuff like that in it. Um, but I have the, the bag that I take into clients' homes that's, you know, pre-packed up and ready to go. So While we're talking about organization and everything, I want to bring up, I bought this new, um, I have an obsession with office supplies, according to my I know warehouse. You <laughs> because I, like, order so many office supplies. And I'm always working out of notebooks. Yep. And it's the hardest thing. Like when you're writing down, I try to write down the date, the time, the client. Yeah. So I actually bought this new electronic notebook that just came out. Yeah. Um, it's called a Remarkable. Yeah. And this is the Remarkable 2. Okay. And you can make as many notebooks as you want. Oh, wow. And it writes like you're on a piece of paper. Wow. It can convert your handwriting into actual text. Yep. So you can email documents. Yeah. You can draw with grids on it. But all of my clients are in here, and they each have their own little uh, notebook. Oh, good. So I can click on it, and I can keep track and flip through it, and it uploads into the cloud so my office can see stuff. Yeah. But this is a really good investment, and they just came out with a new pen. Oh. And the pen is actually an eraser on the oh, top. Oh, wow. So you can erase things, but it's really good for... I mean, this thing holds battery like crazy. It looks crazy. like an iPad. It's almost, it's like an iPad, but it's not. It's like a Kindle, but not a Kindle. It's just good for writing. It's a notebook and it takes, like, I would have stacks of notebooks. Yes. And I would write the date and time. Yeah. So right now I just put the client's name and their project uh -huh. and I open their project and I have on here, like... I'm just showing her this one. Yeah. Of everything that I had from a meeting, what yeah. time my meeting started, how long my meeting was. Yeah. And then I put that into my system, so I'm keeping track. Yeah. And then all these notes get put into um, the client's system. Yeah. And I can go back and see, oh, I had this happened on this date. Um, and it just keeps me organized that's good and then it has different layers you do you ever draw. you ever worry that the cloud's gonna go away someday and you won't have this you know this is an old creamer trait of mine <laughs> my mom's maiden name is creamer and i'm always worried that i will not have my notes if i, I don't know where the cloud is <laughs> And I feel like, what happens if it's somebody the bombs space. the cloud? I know. So That's why I'm they like... have all these data centers. Yes. And it's almost scary because people were worried about getting the vaccine and having trackers. Yes. That are in the vaccine. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have an iPhone with you. And that's your tracker device yes, right there. Exactly. And you probably have Face ID set up. So they've already got all of your biometrics. Yes. So we've already given <laughs> Apple our fingerprints when we had the fingerprint home button. Right. And now we've given them our face IDs. Yep. So I I don't know. I don't know where the cloud is. I remember when the cloud came out and I could never figure out what they were talking about. I know. I remember when Wi-Fi, they were talking about Wi-Fi coming oh out. Oh, my gosh. And I just thought it was going to be amazing that you weren't going to have to sit at a computer plugged yeah. into the wall. Yeah. And they were talking, and this was like in the mid-90s. Yeah. Late 90s. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a cloud. Yeah. And you're going to have Wi-Fi, and it's going to be wireless. And I'm like, how's that wow, going to work? I know. And now here we are 20 years later. Yes. And it's actually there. Yeah. 
I actually will take notes on Evernote, which is an app on my iPad. And I have a pen and it writes and, and converts my, my um, handwriting into text and all of that. But I always go back to the office and print my notes out and put it in the client file because I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose the information on the wireless side on the Evernote. I mean, so, I don't think you ever have to worry about that. But yeah, I you mean, never know. There's backups to the backups. Yeah, I know. So like we yeah. have data centers in New Albany and stuff. Yeah. How did we end up talking about Wi-Fi when we were talking about products? This is how easy when you have two designers <laughs> and we're trying to stay on topic. Our podcast producer has just come on um, more frequently and she's going to try to keep us a little more uh, organized. <laughs> but anyways, the me bag and Daniel Russo home bedding yes. is going to be available at danielhome.com we'll put the me bag on there too yeah yeah and then and um, we're going to have promo codes so if they hear from the design exchange that they can buy yes you'll have a promo code um eventually but if anybody happens to be going to the dick conference <laughs> in um when is it march mm -hmm. i think melinda is going to have a booth there i am and she will be carrying the me bag and mm -hmm. our podcast person is going to be with us mm -hmm. and i think my husband might be with us yeah my husband might be with us oh shit <laughs> fred and mark can hang out <laughs> no that'll be fun um but the dick conference as i, I say design it, okay so it's the design influencers <laughs> conference d-i-c so get your minds out of the gutter <laughs> But I'm the one that happened to point it out. Adam Japko runs that conference, and it's really good to get um, new connections. It's oh, all yeah. about social media. Yeah, it's, it's all about getting your things together, and that's why we're going to be doing our podcast. Yeah, and if you want to be an influencer, you can look for companies well, that are about, looking for influencers. Yes, and, and you'll and you learn about network. what an influencer is because there are different levels of influence. Yeah. Um, there's everything from a micro influencer mm -hmm. to a macro influencer mm -hmm. to a mega influencer mm -hmm. to a ultimate influencer. But there's all different levels that we learn about. And I know a lot of people aren't interested in furniture like we are. Right. And if you're listening to this, you're probably a woman and you're probably a designer. And it's a good conference. That's another good conference to go to. Oh, yeah. So if I were I doing any I have made some events, of my best friends at you have from that from people from that yeah so i've just really and in the window fashions um or vision magazine for the window treatment side so that's been march is going to be busy so i recommend going to the design influencers conference at the beginning of march and i yep. highly recommend julia malloy hopefully she's doing the bold summit in dallas yep that, um in march that will be fun and those will be my two trips because i'm going to be celebrating my 23rd birthday in march <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> melinda will get me a nice cake and 23 blah 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 that's right yes fine i'll be honest i'm gonna be 25 <laughs> <laughs> that's right stop lying to everybody so that's funny yeah but yeah you'll be able to find our products on our websites i believe the me bag has its own website doesn't it does it? what's it called mebagpro.com mebagpro.com yeah and um yeah, anything else you want to add to this? I think that's Launching it. a product is not Ooh, easy work. That's what I, I was telling everybody about. It is extremely hard work. Yeah, it's, you know, but it's just kind of 
stays like you said it stays in the back of your mind you get something in your head and you're like it drives you crazy until you do it it's just like just do it just i said covid made me like go forward with that yeah you know? right in the middle of covid i mean we did a lot during covid oh yeah Deep, Remember sewing this time? Was it this time? I no, don't know. We were making masks. Yes. I got fired from making masks <laughs> because <laughs> I cut the elastic too, too short. Too short. Well, inconsistent. You were cutting it inconsistently. Whatever. It was elastic. <laughs> How do you cut elastic consistently? It stretches. <laughs> I tried to take a shortcut and cut multiple ones at a time, and the, I don't know. <laughs> You were stretching it to cut it, and that was the problem, and you don't stretch. Yeah, that's my little, that's a little stylus. I got a little, isn't that fun? Different. Yeah. So, So, anyway, thank you for tuning in. Happy Friday. Happy designing. Happy designing. And we will talk to you very soon. Weekend. Yeah, follow us. (laughs) Love your hair. Hope you win. Bye. Bye.